This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Divine Power Podcast. I'll be honest, I just tried doing that like six or seven times so let's hope this is the final intro because just little silly things uh, i tried recording an episode yesterday as well just so i can make a my week quota and just try to be on schedule but it was very boring very dull and i want to be more lighthearted on here so before i get into anything i do want to give a quick Thank you to everybody who supports me, um, the messages that I get from certain people, the people close in my life, the people not close in my life, all the love. It's just, I'm so grateful. That's all I have to say. I'm so, so grateful. I'm grateful for the people who share my podcast. I'm grateful for the people that resonate and learn. And I'm grateful for the people, sorry, I'm grateful for the people that teach me as well. So today, I really want to touch on self-discipline, protecting your energy, healing, and I think I want to talk a little bit about just becoming a better version of yourself each and every day, regardless of the circumstances. So I did make or tried to make an episode yesterday with the intention of it being purely on a situation that had happened to me at the farm that I was woofing for because I did leave early. There was conflict, a lot of projection, a lot of negative energy. And when I tried talking about it, I was just so down and I could feel myself reliving it again, basically. And I'll be honest, yeah, I get to use my examples and my life lessons and stuff, but I don't want to talk about myself the entire time. I don't know if that's what people want to hear. I don't want to talk about my personal experiences the entire time. I want to be able to give advice and I want to be able to relate to people and just grow together. Like That's all I care about, regardless of a large audience or not, knowing that I have close people who look forward to listening to my podcast and message me when I've put out another one and they're like thank you I'm so excited to listen it literally fills my heart with joy so today I'm going to start with self-discipline because self-discipline was something that I'm still working on to this day it's been a year's progress not just a year like multiple years And a lot of us don't ever come around to it because we don't think we're worthy and that's where you have to understand that that's entirely false because we are all valid regardless of where we are at any point in our life, regardless of the job we have, regardless of what our body body looks like, the food we have in the house, um, the stories we tell ourselves, 
we are all worthy of our own self-discipline and yeah others motivating us can be really nice but in my personal opinion or my point of view the will to be better for your future uh what's the word it overcomes the motivation in that exact moment so I kind of want to talk about exercise because exercise may not be something everybody wants to hear but it is a huge part of my life it's a big reason that I wake up each and every single day it's a big reason that I have moments of pure bliss and pure joy and if anybody is struggling to get into it or they were into it and COVID or quarantine has you know subsided that and made it difficult I want to be able to talk on it because I think it happened for almost everyone some people had great moments throughout quarantine and were able to uh, get in better shape and they actually started working out because they were inside more but some of us quarantine made us really depressed and we ate more and didn't work out and didn't take care of ourselves and I have been there that was my life for a little while it wasn't a giant significant weight gain but it was uh I didn't feel strong anymore and over the past couple of months I have been working out pretty regularly again I'd say four or five, sometimes six days a week. And that's not to put pressure on yourself to work out a certain amount of time a week. That's just what I enjoy. And sometimes I wake up and I really look forward to working out. Like that, that's how it is. And some days I really listen to my body and my body said, I, I want to lay down for hours. I want to stretch. I don't want to work out. And I, I listen to my body because forcing yourself to work out, yeah, sometimes... It's a great experience, but other times I've left the gym crying and shaking because I should have given my body a break. I haven't been to the gym in almost three weeks now, three and a half weeks, but that's because I'm in Texas. Doesn't mean I'm not working out though. And that's what I want to get into is breaking the stigma of having to go to the gym. I love weight training. I love machines. I love looking at myself in the mirror and growing each and every day. Some days I don't enjoy looking at myself in the mirror when I'm working out and actually I can find it disheartening, but that's just my own personal issues. Um, But the gym is sometimes a place that people don't feel comfortable going to because they're insecure. And I'll be honest, uh, weight loss and weight gain and abs and all that stuff and being toned predominantly is made in the kitchen and made in what you eat but I don't want to get too much into macros and micros and nutrients and carbs and fats and protein and all that stuff today because that's not my place we all have our preferences I eat as pretty certain way in some people's opinion I see it as a lifestyle some people see it as a diet but again to each their own I just don't want to get into it because it can be a tricky subject I don't want to trigger anybody and unless I'm doing an entire episode on body image and health I don't think it'll be very productive 
So I am in Texas right now. I have been for a little over three weeks and I have been running like not a lot, like maybe three miles. Sometimes I'll run a mile, but I'll make sure to increase my speed and I'll walk the first mile and a half or so or two miles. And then some days I just go on long walks, but I am running again and it's actually getting a lot easier. Some days are harder than others, but I have noticed the increase in my performance as the days go on because I was running when I was going to the gym when I was back in Florida, but it was on the treadmill and it was like almost the same time. So sometimes I'd run 10 minutes, sometimes I'd run 15, sometimes I'd run 20, sometimes I'd run 25. And yeah, it was predominantly well received on my body. I've noticed more of an increase in the productivity of my stride when I run outside because I feel like the treadmill is a little bit restrictive and you can only do a certain amount of speed and you have to match that speed but when you run outside you get to make your own speed and slow down and speed up and you don't have to press any buttons so I think when I go back home I'll start running again more consistently outside and then weight train at the gym three, four times a week, but that does not really matter. I'm kind of, I'm rambling now. I'm definitely rambling, not kind of. Uh, also, side note, I've had anxiety about recording because I feel like I don't, man, my stomach grumbled and the audio picked that up last time. So <laughs> I don't know why that keeps happening to me, but Like I was saying, I've had anxiety about recording because I am my worst critic and sometimes I'll listen over to myself and 10 minutes in and I, I shut it off because I'm cringing and, but the thing is though, this isn't about me. This is about connecting. This is about growing. This is about allowing other people to find a safe space And in the very beginning, I think I had a little bit more selfish intentions, but I really, really want to help people like that. Helping people. And I said this in my last episode, it makes me so happy. Also, I'm at my aunt and uncle's house, so I don't know if you can hear any background noise. My friend told me that she couldn't, but when I listened, I could hear every little thing, especially in my last episode. Anyway, back on exercise, I've been running and... Although I do really love running, I want to talk about the benefits of walking because running is really nice in terms of feeling like you're getting like power and stride and strength, but walking is so therapeutic for the mind and it actually helps tone you out and yeah, you're burning calories, but we're not going to talk about calories today because again, tricky, triggering subject for some people. So walking... If I don't feel like running some days, I will just, I'll go walk 30, 40 minutes. And it's not the most intense workout, but I'm still getting movement in and I'm still getting cardio in and I'm benefiting myself not only physically, but mentally as well. And I'm able to really soak in everything that's going on in my life and actually have a safe quiet space where I can handle things away from the opinions of others because I do struggle with trying to please everyone and man should I get into that not trying to please everyone I would but I struggle with that heavily so uh 
I don't know if I can act like an expert on that because I know deep down I shouldn't try to please people and I should listen to my own heart and listen to my own intuition, but there's sometimes I make choices or consider choices that might make other people see me in a different way when it doesn't make me happy at all. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) I'm getting off topic. This is why I don't really like having too much of a topic because... I feel very restricted and very confined and I really like just putting down my phone and talking and getting everything off my chest. So yeah, that's been my life with exercise is I've just been doing yoga, I've been doing squats, I've been doing hip thrusts, I've been trying to PR on my push-ups almost every day. I think I did, hmm, let's see, I think I did about 70 to 80 push-ups today, not in a row. I did like 30 at one time, then 30 at another time, and then 20 at a different time. I I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, and then I do running or I'll do a body workout at the house. But running has been so amazing for me lately. And a lot of people hate it. I, I get it. But I think the more you do it and you take away that relationship of, ugh, this is going to suck and turn it more into this is my therapy this is my safe space this is where I get stronger this is where I get better and you're gonna have days that are not gonna be easy but you're gonna also have days that are gonna be really nice and really calming and sometimes I want to keep running like when I finish my distance that I set out I keep running because I'm on this dopamine high I'm literally I'm addicted to working out but not in the sense of where I used to be And I kind of want to make an episode on my past with eating disorders and exercise addiction, but I'm two and a half years into recovery still. I would say I'm recovered, but I don't know if I have the expertise to talk on that. There is a lot of noise going on in the background right now. I don't know how much my phone is picking up, but I'm recording on my phone right now. I don't have a microphone set up with me at the moment. I am in a different state, so bear with me. Um, I really want to talk about self-discipline because I notice the days that I don't do even a 10-minute workout or any sort of movement, and this may actually be very toxic, and I, I I need to work on this for sure. I don't feel as good, and there is something about working out that just... It uplifts me in every single way possible. So if you have, if you need a sign or you need some sort of motivation, this is it. Get up, go for a 30, 40, 40 minute walk. Um, and then do that for a couple of days and try running half a mile. And then the next day, walk again. And then the next day, try running half a mile and so on and so on. Increase your distance, increase your time. And just notice how addicted or, I I don't want to say addictive because addictive kind of has a negative terminology on it. I would say notice how in love you fall with it. And if you don't love cardio, try weight training. Or And if you don't love weight training, try at-home body workouts, whether that's you do 100 hip thrusts a day or 50 squats or... 10 push-ups to start and then work your way up to 20 and then work your your way up to 30 because I believe, I can't, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's either serotonin or dopamine when we feel accomplished or like we've uh, 
created a goal for ourselves and we've made it. And when we feel successful or we feel like we've done something that is going to benefit our future, it triggers something within our brain and it it uh, manifests itself into our physical present being. And I notice it. I notice it as soon as I get back from my runs. I feel like I'm on another planet and I'm on this high and I'm so self-aware that I feel it slowly go away as the hour passes <laughs> and I'm like, no, come back, come back. Um, but I think that's all I want to talk a bit about on exercise. I mean, besides the fact that I've grown up in a household where exercise is very common, my mom is an instructor, Pilates instructor, my dad's really into working out my stepmom got me into hot yoga and she's the reason I'm certified to teach now and my sister's a soccer player and my brothers played sports and I did sports when I was younger I was I was the chubby sibling but not anymore all of us are in pretty good shape to be honest um and I think my motivation at first to work out Sorry I keep talking about exercise, but it's such a big portion of my life. But my biggest motivation to work out in the beginning was to look like a girl that the guy I liked was dating. And it's really sad now when I look back on that. Um, And it was a kind of a great motivator in the beginning, but it's toxic. And if your motivation is to look like someone else or to look a certain way or to... Um, have a certain physique that's not gonna last I mean for some people I've seen it be consistent for a couple of months maybe even a year but at some point your motivation has to be to be more mobile in your future to be more agile when you're an elder or when you're an adult or to have strength for the rest of your life or because muscle burns more calories and fat so if you have more muscle on your body you can eat a little bit more or and that's kind of toxic in a way but I wouldn't say so if if your motivation uh is to be better than you were yesterday you're gonna want to continue to like progress and I, I can't remember the exact saying but your will has to be no 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 your biggest motivator is going to be will will out trumps uh motivation in that moment at every sing- like every single time it, it it's just it is what it is like i when i was addicted to working out i i absolutely hated it i did it anyway because i wanted to watch the weight on my scale go down and i don't know where i got that motivation from because I could no way in hell I could work out for three hours every single day, seven days a week. No way in hell that's happening. I mean, I was skin and bones. I was 30 pounds less than I am now. And some people were telling me how good I looked and that I was their inspiration and what was I doing. And I lied to people about what I was doing because I didn't want them to fall in the same trap that I was. But I've I've come so far and I really move my body to feel better mentally 
And I do still struggle with body image and body dysmorphia, but I feel like that's something a lot of us do, especially with social media. So next, I really want to get into talking about the conflict that happened at the Wu farm or the... Actually, I'm not going to label the farm that I was at because I don't want anyone to come for her or look up her name or anything like that. But, uh, (laughs) gosh... I left early because I'm going to kind of try to sum this up in three minutes, five minutes or less. I don't want to talk about this too much, but the reason that I came back to Houston early was because she projected all of her stress onto me and I can't do that. If you are, she's over 50 years old and I was more mature than her in that conversation and she called me names. I'll say him. She called me selfish. She called me manipulative when I had done nothing wrong. They were over very little things because when people call me names, that's fine, I guess, because I'm able to protect my energy, which is what I want to lead this into. Anyways, when people call me names, that's fine, but I will stop and ask you and I'll say, okay, what makes you feel this way? I'm sorry you feel this way, but what have I done that caused you to label me as that? And her <laughs> her reasons were she stopped because you could tell she was projecting because she really had to think on why she was saying those things. And I knew she was projecting immediately. We're both empathic. We, I noticed she was an empath from the moment I met her and she noticed I was an empath from the moment she met me. She literally said it out loud to me. But... Uh, I was like, why Why am I selfish? And she said, because you have to run and you have to take baths. And I said, um, we discussed that fitness is important to me and you had no problem with it in the beginning. Why is that a problem now? And she just got really quiet. And she goes, well, you take baths every other day. And I guess on farm life, that's not normal. I didn't see that woman take a bath or a shower once also she doesn't have a working shower the bathroom she gave me no shower or I'd be taking a shower there was only a bath um but I saw her take a bath once within the um two weeks maybe 10 days that I was there and I guess me wanting to be clean was selfish to her I don't know she was just making up bullshit excuses but this just goes to show that No matter your age, people project when they can't handle their own circumstances. And I hated how superior she made herself. And I hated that she talked bad about her friends in front of me. And I hated that she talked bad about the other woofers in front of me when it was so very clear she is very imperfect, as we all are. And she's gone through horrible, horrible things in her life that I cannot even begin to comprehend And I have nothing but love for this woman because I feel for her. And the need for her to do what she did to me was clearly out of a place of hurt. And that's why I have nothing but love. So she said, oh yeah, she also said I'm defensive and I put up walls. And I looked at her and I said, how am I defensive? I said, I'm not defensive. I'm having this conversation with you. And how am I putting up walls? I'm not going to let you label me something that I'm not. I know who I am. And when people start to call you names, if you say to them, I know who I am, I am not those things, 
they kind of don't know where to go from there. And it was very obvious she was becoming overwhelmed and frantic from this conflict she had started. And later on, I find out that she does this to almost everybody there. So, like, the guys that were on the property apologized to me and they, you know, were really upset that she did that. But I just, I can't stay at a place where I don't feel wanted and I can't let somebody gaslight me like that and just think it's okay. So, I had found out that she had been with her ex the day before and there was a big, uh, mishap between them and so basically she took it out on me and you know it's not fine but it is also fine it's just I won't stick around for it and that's how I have been with other relationships in my life I'll let the person project and say what they need to say but I'll look at them in the eyes and go okay I know those words are not true because everything you're saying is kind of bullshit you're taking your stress from your life and putting it on me because I'm an easy target and you know that I won't call you names because it's not in my nature and I don't like to cause conflict. I hate conflict. I hate it with a burning fucking passion. I hate it so much. It. I can't even explain the emotions that come up when I deal with conflict. But anyways, I also, I say anyways a lot. I think I say um and anyways like a ridiculous amount. But one of the woofers was in the house when all this was going on. And I knew that, but she didn't know that. And I know for a fact she wouldn't have said any of this stuff if she knew he was in the house. But at least I got somebody's perspective that wasn't one-sided because uh, she tried to victimize herself. And she called, um, I don't want to be too specific, But she called a guy that works on the farm and victimized her situation and just really tried to defend her side of the story before I could go to him and talk to him so that I look like I was in the wrong. But because one of the woofers, and this is why I think everything happens for a reason, because one of the woofers was in the house, he he didn't side with me at all. He told the story like it was. And uh, let's just say they all want to leave. Every single one of them does not want to be there. That's why she's the only one that lives in the house. Two of them live in a mobile home and another one lives in a trailer. And they're all trying to financially figure out how they can leave without her losing her property. So yeah, I left early. I wasn't affected by it as much as I thought I was and that's how I know I've really grown as a person because I was able to feel the emotions that came up and the sadness that came up when she verbally attacked me, I would say, over very little things because she was stressed, didn't know where to put that energy, didn't want to deal with that energy, and so she projected onto me and a story. Um, I don't know what else I want to talk about today. Other than I've really been working on myself lately and with self-discipline and not just with exercise, with my eating habits, but I have been eating really well for the past six months or now. Six months, I'd, I'd say so. I'm not counting my calories. I'm not focused on how much I'm burning as well when I'm exercising. I'm just eating when I'm hungry and stopping when I'm full. And really paying attention to the 
emotions that come up when I feel the need to binge or purge or starve myself. And when you can really focus on that kind of stuff, like when I was there at the farm, I noticed when she was really frantic and really stressed and she ne- she didn't verbally attack me every day, but she would she was very passive aggressive and I when she was that way with me, I would notice that I either lost my appetite or I felt the need to excessively eat, but I couldn't do that, so I would just chug water. And that's not the best. <laughs> that's not the best way to go about it, but that's what I did. And um just pay attention to the motions that come up when that kind of stuff is triggered. I'm sorry if I'm all over the place. I really wanted this podcast to be more uh this podcast episode today. I wanted it to be to be more organized. But the more anxious I get over what I sound like, the more I stumble over my words and I address this in every single podcast episode that I've ever done is me stumbling over my words, but this podcast is supposed to be raw and authentic and real and I just want to touch the hearts of others so I talk about what is on my mind and I talk about what touches my heart and I talk about what others might be able to relate to because you're not alone in this world you're really not and um know you're loved but back on to self-discipline outside of just exercise it's really been about my eating habits as well and I'm kind of intermittent fasting right now I believe so I would call it that but I'm not entirely too strict on it I just I'm not hungry to be honest until like 12 and if you're hungry when you right when you wake up do not feel guilty about that I actually wish I was that way I'm just not I think it's because I eat like at 10 p.m so sometimes I eat till 10 p.m and I just I'm not hungry until then so like don't feel bad we all have different eating schedules there is no right or wrong way Um, you could be hungry at 5 in the morning and stopping hungry at 6 p.m 7 p.m or you could be hungry all day our all of our activity levels are different all of our calories are different and you don't or shouldn't feel the need to eat the same every single day and log exactly what you're eating because that creates a really unhealthy relationship with food and Food is fuel. Food is should just be fuel. Feud. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> food is fuel. And when you stop glamorizing food as this treat or this holy thing that you have to work for and you just see it for what it is, it takes away that restrictive binge sort of mindset. At least with me, that's what I've noticed. When I just look at the cake and go, okay, that's cake, that's food that that'll fuel me and then when I look at I don't know the apple I go okay that's food and that's fuel me both have different nutrients you know um but I'm able to enjoy both if I want to I just naturally crave healthy food I don't know if it's in my genes I don't know if it's because I've been doing it for years I don't know if it's because I watch my parents eat really well but it's just how I am um it's not to try to look a certain way I just really enjoy how I feel when I eat well love it so much. Um, I'd say the 80-20 rule is really, really good, but I just, I actually crave healthy food and I love cooking. Besides the point though, um, discipline in terms of meditation, which I try to work on, and I don't mean 
If sitting down and closing your eyes and doing deep breaths is difficult for you, don't feel guilty or pressured to do it. Like I said, you can go on a walk. That's a form of meditation. You can lay on your back in Shavasana, as it's called in the yoga community, just or lay on your back with your palms facing the sky and taking deep breaths. Or you can journal. In my opinion, that's a form of meditation. I love journaling as well, getting things off my chest. It's hard sometimes to get myself into it, but writing a few things that I'm grateful for and then journaling exactly how I'm feeling with no intention of it being a certain way and just writing whatever comes into my mind is a huge release. And I noticed my anxiety practically not, it doesn't go away, but a lot of it is lifted off my shoulders and um, also self-discipline in terms of being kind to yourself and saying kind things to yourself because even last night I I had a very hard time believing that I was beautiful and in in reality there is no right or wrong in terms of beauty rather than the inner beauty and being nothing but a loving consciousness but society programs us to believe that only big lips are beautiful and um clean eyebrows and blue green eyes and I don't know blonde perfect hair I'm I'm making really silly examples when I'm saying what I'm really trying to say is that every single decade seems to have this ideal of beauty and if you notice that you can really detach yourself from the programming of uh, there's I can't explain it there's there's this programming that whatever generation you're grown up in so back in the 90s it was really popular to be super skinny and have thin eyebrows and have straight hair. It, I don't know if color mattered, but like dressing a certain way. And now I feel like people are more into curvy, the curvy look and curly hair and big lips and long eyelashes. And you get what I'm saying. Basically, society creates programming around how we should look and when you can really recognize that, you can step back and realize that there is no true definition of beauty rather than the beauty within yourself and the love that you project and the kindness that you project because in my personal opinion and my personal outlook, when someone has a nasty personality and is all about themselves and says nothing but rude things obviously they're hurting and you should be there for them and try to love them in the best way you can even if it's from a distance I don't find them attractive anymore there was this one guy at my high school that all the girls were obsessed with and I could see how rude he was to everyone and I literally did not find him attractive not even in the slightest not even his appearance was attractive to me because his energy was so gross that's all that's all I got to say about that. But I'm going to end this with I apologize if this was all over the place. I just really wanted to make a podcast episode because I have done a lot of growth recently and I'm still growing and I really want to talk more about body image because it's something I'm really passionate about, but I haven't come full circle in that area of my life. I'm still learning and healing. And I don't know if I have the right advice for that yet. I can give advice, but 
I'm not fully healed yet in that area, so I'm not going to act like I know it all. But thank you so much for the support. You have absolutely no idea. It means the world to me from 2, 3, 10, 40, 50, 60 people. I don't know. I'm just naming a certain number. It doesn't matter how many people message me or come to me. I love every single one of you from the bottom of my heart and it means the world to me that you want to hear what I'm talking about because my ego tries to tell me that nobody cares and maybe nobody does care but this is also a safe space for me and I'm able to create a timeline of my growth and I think that's super dope as well but thank you so so much I am sending nothing but love and light and joy and you are worthy of being better each and every single day even if you have a hard day you are worthy of being better the next day and don't demonize yourself don't tell yourself you are not valid because you are we are all going through things behind closed doors social media is nothing but highlighted moments and we cannot compare so with that being said i hope that you gain something from this and I hope that you can feel the love that I'm sending and I wish you nothing but the best and I'll see you in the next episode.